So it's a pleasure being here once again, brethren. You know, glory to God for having me here. And for all those who actually take the time out of their busy schedule on a weekly or daily basis, you know, to listen to this segment share, I would like to say thank you. I do hope that the messages shared on a weekly basis here will be able to clarify any issues or misunderstanding that persons might have whilst reading the Holy Bible, you know, because at times, sometimes you might read a scripture over and over, but have difficulty in either comprehending what the message is supposed to be. But glory to God for actually using his people to actually share the word so that others who are actually seeking him will be able to have that clarity. So, brethren, today segments will be short, and I'm nearing the end of closing off this topic, you know, on abundant living. And today's topic will be naked you came, naked you'll go, all you retain is that which you sowed. So, all scriptures will be read from the King James Version Bible. And I'll start. In what is commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus made his most baffling statements relative to Christian stewardship when he said, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So I just read from Matthew chapter 6, from verses 19 to 21. So, what the scripture is sharing today with us is against the backdrop of prevailing worldwide economic uncertainties and on on and on an anticipated deterioration of future economic enterprises our response to jesus admonition should be a very sober one indeed accordingly we should endeavor to husband our finances in line with jesus warning now, since the chief reason for our being on earth is to allow us an opportunity to choose our eternal destiny, we ought to give due consideration to the way in which we exercise our stewardship over the financial blessings which God has entrusted to our care. Moreover, since Jesus advised that we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, where such cannot be corrupted nor be diminished by theft, 
it means that whatever is thus invested is secured for time as well as for eternity. This being the case, we should be excited when we support the kingdom of God with our tithes and offerings. Then too, we should always be willing to support missions while we also ensure that we ever assist the poor, both the saved as well as the unsaved. In addition, we should ensure that we are bound in love towards the body of Christ as well as towards those that are without. In so doing, we can expect God's best here and we have Jesus' commitment that our investments are eternally secured over there. And time saints, when one soberly considers the temporary as well as the eternal options which are at our disposal, only a fool would ignore Jesus' admonition of Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 21 and live only for the now. For according to Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21, the rich fool lived only for the now. And, sad to say, that said lifestyle is lived by many Christians today who devote all their energies to procuring more and more wealth while they ignore the fact that all lost souls must spend eternity in Gehenna, which means hell where all will be lost except their grief and remorse. Then there are those who choose the way of the rich young ruler, who, notwithstanding the fact that he was fanatically religious, loved his wealth far more than he loved Jesus. His misplaced affection was manifested when he was called upon by Jesus to lay up for himself treasures in heaven by selling his great wealth and giving the proceeds to the poor, then committing himself to following him, he chose instead to ignore the master and continue to walk in the way of disaster. Brethren, anyone, irrespective of his or her financial standing, can heed Jesus' admonition recorded in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21 and lay up for himself or herself treasures in heaven. This can be done by subscribing to the lifestyle described in paragraph. Well, I have my stuff in paragraph, but this can be described in... When I mentioned end time scenes, when one soberly considers the temporary as well as the eternal options, right? So I gave scriptures in Matthew chapter 6 from verses 19 to 21 and also Luke chapter 12 verses 16 to 21. So persons can re-listen to understand what I'm saying, right? In so doing, one would provide a cushion against impending economic disaster and in addition, Commit one's future to the hands of the master. So, end time saints, evidence of God's commitment to the well-being of those who dare to follow Jesus' directive can be gleaned by reading Psalm chapter 37, verse 21, verse 26, Psalm chapter 41, verses 1 to 3, 
Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9, and uh, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 27. Brethren, I can assure, I can assure you that you will never lose your finances if Jesus' mode of investment you would only choose. To reinforce Jesus' teaching on good Christian stewardship, the Holy Ghost inspired the Apostle Paul to expand on Jesus' doctrine of Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21, and added the following. Accordingly, to the saints at Philippi, he wrote, Since you were diligent to supply my need, even when no one else remembered me, that's Philemon chapter that's Philip, Philippians, sorry, chapter 4, verse 15. I just paraphrased it, right? So Philippians chapter 4, verse 19 goes like this. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Then in his pastoral epistle to Bishop Timothy, he commanded him to charge the rich Christians of his day not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gave them richly all things to enjoy. In addition, he charged them to be rich in good works, being always ready to share and willing to assist. In so doing, he said that they would lay up for themselves a good foundation for the future, that they may lay hold on eternal life. So that's First Timothy chapter 6 from verses 17 to 19. So what I did was just paraphrase, but persons can go in their holy Bibles and read 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 to 19 on their own. So as I come to an end, brethren, when we take into consideration what is shared today, alongside the sober fact that our life here on earth is transitional relative to our eternal destination, Remembering the fact that in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 7 states, we brought nothing into this world and is certain we can carry nothing out. We will do well to heed Jesus and Paul's admonitions of Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21 and 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 to 19 respectively and invest heavily in God's kingdom. For... Naked we came, and naked we'll go, and all we would retain is that which we sowed. So, as I end, brethren, in the view of what was shared today, eternal reality, we should adjust our priorities in light of eternity. May God help us, therefore, to be worthy stewards of the blessings which he bestows upon us. So that is my sincere prayer for all of us. So that's the end of my segment today, brethren. I have at least three segments before I actually close off on this abundant living. And I'll venture into a different topic area. So three segments before I close off this topic on abundant living and then venture into 
a different topic area. So, brethren, that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week again. I do hope that the message shared today will, you know, touch someone's heart and allow them to rethink. Brethren, Jesus Christ is returning and he will be returning soon. We have to strengthen ourselves with the Holy Word for what lies ahead for us, brethren. Brethren, surround yourselves with people who are serious for Jesus Christ. Have a blessed and a safe week. Bye for now.